for having me. I have uh, my good buddy here, Ryan Anderson, on the podcast today. This is episode number one of Davidson Simulation. Um, pretty much, I have a couple of questions to ask Ryan, and uh, we'll kind of get into it, break down some maybe stories. Um, first question for me is, so you're super into music. Um, you've done a few gigs. How many gigs do you think you've done? Um, it's maybe been like five. Yeah. Not including the wedding that I did. <laughs> oh, wait, did you just do that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, so, and then, so they're pretty much just been like local gigs. Yeah. Um, all of them have been for like the tribe. Yeah. Who's kind of like the event people down in like Utah Valley. Yeah. So. They've kind of made a, their name here in, mm-hmm. in Utah as like an event, like a college event. Right. Um, kind of type company but um so so my thought process was to ask you because ryan is going to be helping make a intro song for the podcast which you should have heard at the beginning of this i probably won't drop these until we have everything pretty much ready but um so i wanted to know what is your beginning to end type process when you're coming up with music yeah so what yeah like tell us what what is like your when you start a song, like, do you find motivation or ins- inspiration from other songs or what kind of gets that ball rolling? Yeah. I feel like the best stuff that I've like ever made is just stuff where I just like sit down and like, I find like a really cool sound and then I'm just able to like build off that like one particular thing. Right. Um, Which I imagine it's similar to like video editing where, you know, you, you don't really for like, for the most part, I'll find like a song before like, I shoot something. Like I have a Spotify list of yeah music, and then when I shoot something, I'll throw music on and kind of play it by ear. Yeah. So is that usually kind of how it works with you? I mean, I like, have so I have like my few artists that I like draw a lot of like inspiration from, right? And like different sounds and things that I like. Um, I f- I get a lot of inspiration from like jazz music. Like I love really? like jazz like chords, like jazz piano and stuff. So like when I'm like building or like structuring like a song like a lot of times i'll use like a lot of like jazz elements but also like bringing like the hip-hop right. stuff and like the rap beats and stuff like that as well into it and so you've you've talked to us about in the past like how you you enjoy doing kind of that like majestic casual style mm-hmm. like that low-key what what is yeah. that style like what's that so called? like uh almost like a down tempo yeah like just like uh, yeah like just house, like chill like kind of deep house type yeah stuff so you've, you've mentioned how you've want to do or you like doing that and you also like doing like the party stuff like yeah like heavy like, yeah so that's like been like especially like recently that's been like kind of like hard because like i've wanted to like incorporate like new elements into my music and like specifically like my own vocals and stuff right and so i feel like for things like the majestic casual like chiller like yeah. beats and things like that it's a little bit easier to implement like like do you a vocalist do, or, or do you want to do your own vocals as in like yeah. you or like yeah. hire somebody yeah no like me that'd be cool <laughs> so i've like i messed around a little bit like on just like my iphone like recording stuff and like that'd be so sick to have you in your own yeah, song yeah and, and there's tons of like there's tons of different like uh programs and stuff to like make you sound better than like you actually are right. which a lot of people use and that's fine I mean, you well have, like, and there, i know there's and, stuff that's like it's it's not auto-tune but it almost it's almost like a better version of auto-tune like yeah. an updated version yeah yeah so it's, it's almost like, like more um like 
it's easier to listen to. Totally, totally. And I think like the biggest thing for me is like I've been like trying to figure. I'm trying to figure out like if I have like a good because I can like sing like in key and I can right. like have like because i mean i can hear it and i can like sing okay well i think it's just you and your brothers like i know alex a good singer yeah i think it's just a matter of like if my voice can mess like mesh with the type of music that i'm making too right so and i think that there's ways of doing that too though that's what i'm saying is like i feel like no matter like how good of a singer you are i feel like with technology today and like just the different like plugins adjusting it and stuff yeah adjusting it like you can make well even kind of like that deeper voice like yeah um like xxyy yeah their their Mm -hmm. stuff like you could easily do your own version of that totally so i wanted to like do stuff like that and like that i feel like in my mind that's closer to the stuff that i like normally make and but the thing is it's like sometimes you just like you lay out like something that's super heavy and like it's just like a total (laughs) party song and so like that's been like the thing with me like recently too is it's like okay as i'm starting to like release music do I stick with like this particular vibe and do I stick with just like this more chiller stuff, which is like a little bit more natural for me to make. Um, You're basically fighting between the the two contrasted sides, right? Yeah. Yeah. Cause then there's that other side where it's like, Oh, I want to make songs that people like to hear and like dance, turn up, jump to. Yeah. Yeah, Turn up to exactly. Which is like a whole different thing in itself. And I can do that and I know I can do it, but it's just a matter of like, is that like what really like you want to be me... like known for essentially yeah known for but also is like is that like what makes me like happy to make too yeah it's like it's cool to like make something and like you know you're still proud of it but it's like i i know the the songs that i'm like most proud of and the songs that i've made that have like moved me like um like to be like emotion or like to be like emotional about it right um is like more of like the, the, chill the chiller ones. stuff right yeah and so well i feel like it's it's for sure way easier to connect to the chiller stuff because there is more emotion in it. It's a lot slower and there's, it it doesn't rely on just one big drop that, Mm -hmm. you know, that's pretty easy to get get people hyped on. Yeah. Some of like the trap music and even though there's a ton that goes into it and like cred to like all the, like the trap producers and stuff who are like making it happen. But it's different when you add more like the melodic element of like kind of this more like chiller stuff and like, kind of those deep synths and stuff that just kind of makes you feel yeah. really, I don't know. Well, it's, it's like, like, it's almost like cinematic. Like it's yeah. like, a, it's the same thing with movies. Yeah. And you can still have the same effect with some of these more trap heavy stuff, but it's just like, it's just a little bit different. It's just different. It's own and that's style. The, the type of stuff I've always been drawn to, like, maje- like majestic casual stuff in specific. Yeah. Um, I've just been like so drawn to that stuff, even since majestic basically. Yeah. I mean, I've been listening to them since 2011. Since high school. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that's like, Anytime I like listen to a song, like the songs that I get like the most nostalgic about are like those specific right. like ones. So. Well, that's where the most yeah like emotion has been mm-hmm. attached to them, and that's like what I would want in like my own music. Like I want people to like hear it and have it be kind of like more of like a timeless song. Yeah. Versus just something to like get turned to at like a right. party and then like you know it kind of just gets lost in with everything. Yeah. So do you um so you the the events that you've done so you've talked to me about how you're you want to do an event coming up in the, this summer sometime right? yeah yeah is that official yet or is that so i'm working so i've got a buddy just from like the sales world who lives down in um we play your mic a little closer yeah in like evram which is where like snow college is okay down south yeah so he goes there and like they just don't really ever have any like parties or anything yeah and so it's like we feel like that could be like a cool um market to get into as far as like 
just like throwing parties and stuff just because there's not a lot of other djs that like go down that way yeah and so i feel like at least from what it sounds like a lot of the kids down there are like pretty like hungry for some like parties you know <laughs> yeah. and so and especially because it's a college too and it's like you know college yeah. well know. everybody goes down south to college because they want to break from like the salt lake valley area sure, sure. for the most part yeah yeah and so it's like and and people like how close is dixie well so snow college snow college is only like an hour south of like provo yeah and so it's not too far south so a lot of times like if they do end up like going to a party it's like in provo okay. like, they'll make the drive but it's like you know if it was to be able to just if you hyped it up enough yeah. too like mm-hmm. it I mean, we would easily drive to a party that's, right. you know, if it's big enough. Yeah. It sounds like it's something mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. So it's like, we want to do it like in the fall, just like when people are actually there. Yeah. Because everybody goes that's home a good for, point. yeah, everybody goes home for the summer and even Provo, like Provo is like kind of a ghost town right now as people yeah. like are, gra- are graduating, but also right. just like being done with school um, and stuff. So we want to do it in the fall and like do it maybe a couple of weeks into the semester so that we have like a couple of weeks that he can be down there, like kind of yeah. hyping it up. Is he local or is he like is he a kid from here yeah he's from alpine okay yeah so he would be like but he's got like friends and the connections down there like i don't know anybody down there besides him right and so he would be the one that would be like kind of like arranging everything i'm just i would just be the one to dj it so he would be kind of the one that would be like hosting it and like doing all that stuff but if it became something that was like that people enjoyed and like we had like a really good turnout too it's like we want to make it be something that something. we do like every month or every other month or something like that. Right. So, well, there's even, I mean like that, um, event that Chandler's going to the element 11. Did yeah. you guys look into that at all? I Googled it like right yeah. after he, yeah. It's kind of like a mini burning man out here in Utah. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, it's a pretty, I mean, it's out where we go out in the desert. It's like a three hour drive, but it'd be almost cool to do something even like that. Like yeah. I've thought about doing like photography meetups where <clears throat> just go out to the desert and have a bonfire. But it's like, imagine if you either like, like you reserved like some land out there mm-hmm. and you did, it's almost like, remember Buried Life? Remember when they did that? Yeah. The, they the, did that the party, party that they yeah, did. Yeah. At that guy's like house and yeah. it's like out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Like imagine doing something even like that where it's like you have your, even if it's like a small stage, mm-hmm. but you just, get everybody you promote yeah. it on instagram like, yeah and that would be super cool I it's the like, next like fire festival <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think like and especially just with like bonanza getting canceled like all the yeah. permitting and stuff like it's just oh, like yeah it's crazy to think about like everything like all like the nitty-gritty details and specifics that go into like throwing right. like, an with, event like yeah. that just because like again you've got all these permitting like issues and things like that that you have to work through and then right. you find the place and yeah, that's there's so just, crazy. even just like throwing it at like the college, like we're still just trying to figure out like all like the the logistics. There's so and many, things, yeah. And like or even like just like um, disturbing piece, like sound. You know? Yeah, like that's yeah. even that's like a small factor. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and that's kind of like why like I've been hesitant with like throwing like a meetup is like I just don't want I don't want to do a bonfire somewhere and like yeah. not plan it out where all of a sudden like the cops show up and everybody right. gets in trouble or something. Right. But. I feel like if it was far enough out or something like that, I and think it, like, so. Like, didn't draw too much attention. I feel like you'd be fine. Yeah. So, or even if you threw it at like a pavilion or something in some yeah. park, like I feel like you could get away with it pretty easily. Yeah, and I guess I mean it's just photography. It's not like we're. Yeah, it'd be music. one thing. Yeah, if you had a if you had a whole setup and stereo system and yeah. all that, and that's a big that's a big difference. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you so you said he's one of your sales buddies, right? Yeah. So that's kind of a good like transition. So I wanted to go into summer sales. Um, you've been doing summer sales for how long now? Too long. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, I've done so I've, ten, I've done two, three full summers, and but I've been doing it like pretty much year round for the last like four years. Okay, and so how many of those have been in Utah? Um, so I did both of my full summers out in Denver, and then I did my first summer was like right after I got home from the Mish. Right. Um, and that was like a half summer, and that was here in Utah. So. Are most companies that are recruiting people, are they, have they already recruited people for the summer? Yeah. Everybody, it... everybody who's going to be going out and doing like this summer is probably already out already there. Booked. Okay. Yeah. They're probably most likely out there. It's usually... Oh, actually, yeah. I have a buddy that's doing summer sales and he just left, I think. Yeah. It's, it's usually just whenever people are done with school. So whenever your right. school it gets out for the semester, like that's when people head out. So some people have been out there for a couple of weeks already you know some people are going out like this week and all that but right yeah it's usually may may until end of august okay so and you do solar um have you ever done anything else besides solar is it no okay no have you thought about doing anything else i've thought about doing like pest control i've had like a lot of companies like hounding me to like come do pest control right i've heard as far as like difficulty of like the cell it's like pretty similar right um so, but yeah, I, solar is just something you've kind just, of yeah, figured just, out. I like solar a lot. I think it's cool. I think it's like a product that I like believe in. Right. And I've been doing it for so long too. It would just be hard at this point to like transition over. Right. And I don't know if I would be like any good at like, I know for sure I probably wouldn't be very good at security. Like some of those dudes are like hardcore and like, <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, people like going into other people's backyards. Someone's going to break in your house. Yeah. Well, it's like, <laughs> trying you hear, to I hear stories because a lot of the dudes that like are doing solar now have come from like security and stuff. Other places. Yeah. Yeah. And just some of the things that they had to do to like get the cell or they have to even, use kind of a fear factor. Yeah. So there's like a fear element to it, but even just like doing weird things, like if they don't answer their front door, like breaking into like the backyard and then like knocking on like the back door and being like, see how easy it was for me to like get back here. You know, like, like kind of just like, I don't even know, like just like just out of your, people, out yeah. of like most people's comfort zone, super like, out of my comfort pushing zone. Pushing that. Yeah. It's funny because today, so I'm knocking in like a new neighborhood today out in like Saratoga Springs and yeah. there was a bunch of like, um, a bunch of like pest control dudes out there. Do you ever like, do you walk past each other? Oh yeah. You yeah. just like start fighting. <laughs> no, no. It's like, it's kind of, if, if it's a solar dude, hands up. if it's a solar dude, it's like, Hey dude, like, you, like I'll tell people, <laughs> oh, that even, would suck. even if it's my, even if it's my first day in the neighborhood, I'll be like, yeah, dude, I've been like working this neighborhood for like a couple of weeks. Like, like oh I, yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's like, you kind of do those things to try to like get like people out of your neighborhood. Yeah. But the, all these dudes were pest control dudes, but it was literally like me and three other dudes from three different companies that had all just kind of like came <laughs> together, you know, cause we were all knocking kind of the same part of the neighborhood. That's funny. And so I was talking to them for a little bit, but it's just like interesting. Cause like, I don't feel like I have like the stereotypical like sales bro personality, which is yeah. totally fine. You're I way think. more like laid back. Yeah. You're less like, like aggressive about it, I think. And I don't know, like, yeah, it's like some of these dudes are like just insane. Like they just like kill it. Yeah. And I think that that like comes with kind of that more aggressive or like more, I don't even know what word to Maybe call it. Maybe more but, confrontational, but like in a more pot, like they're not afraid yeah, of confrontation or yeah, like it's more it's, direct, I guess. Yeah. Maybe. More direct, just like way to stronger say personalities, yeah. you know? And so it was funny, like being around these three other dudes who just were both, comp- they were all like, everyone's similar. puffing their chase. Yeah. So they were all really <laughs> similar. And then there's just kind of me where I'm like, 
you know, cool, like whatever. Like you know? that guy's not going to make it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, it's just like funny because I was making the observation today of like, I just feel like, and I feel like people on the doors like appreciate that too because it's oh, kind of sure. like refreshing to like, because I'm not like, well, I'm not it's very like pushy walking. and it's like, it's yeah. kind of nice because with solar, I don't really have to be pushy. Right. It's kind of like the product kind of sells itself. Either you're so interested as long as, long as somebody not. like gives me the time of day to like explain everything or get, get like get my whole pitch out then right. usually people are like pretty down and i think yeah. that people appreciate that like i present it in a pretty chill way and so it's like well it's kind of like when you walk onto like a car dealership like you instantly feel like you're like yeah. walking into like the hyenas den, yeah you know that's kind of like i feel like i have like a fairly good understanding of like helping people like feel comfortable around me yeah and so i feel like that has like played a pretty good role and just kind of like my success in like solar, even though I'm nowhere near some of these other guys who have been way more successful, but I feel like for me and like what I've been doing, it's worked. And so, Oh, for sure. Well, and that like, even just like, like over the years, like when you've gotten pulled over by cops, yeah. you, you can talk your way out of it. Whereas like <laughs> for me, I'm like, try to like, what would Ryan do? Or, like, yeah. try, to, try to get in your mindset. And like, I always get a ticket. Yeah. It's, so it's, there's definitely like a talent to it. Yeah. Like, sometimes I get through it. Um, I just got that ticket. Except for recently. Yeah, recently I got that ticket. Um, I got him to go down, but I was going 26 over through, what is that, Price Canyon? To get to Price, is that what it's called? Why were you down in Price? When me and Al were driving to Denver. Spanish Fork? Spanish Fork Canyon, yeah. Yeah. So I was, yeah, I was going. I mean, that's a pretty like... I mean, it's all downhill and stuff. Like, I, I, it's pretty easy. Yeah, he that, caught me. Say. He caught me at the bottom of the hill. Yeah. So I was, I was flying through. But yeah, there was no talking my way out of that one. But so, what would you say? So if if so there's someone that's listening to this that is either out doing door to door sales, or that's thinking about it, mm-hmm. what is like some advice that you would give to them, or maybe like some expectations? Like, because yeah. I've heard it's hard. Like I've had so many friends that do yeah. it, and it yeah. sounds pretty brutal. I think just like people can tell super quick if you're being fake yeah and like that turns people off that's like the first thing that turns people off so if you're giving like you know just like a basic like robotic pitch or whatever that was the hardest thing for me when i was like training like new people was like like, shadow them and have them just kind of like read off like this spiel because you can just see it like well and i think that comes with confidence exactly and it comes with time and confidence and as you like begin to like build your own pitch and like understand the product more like you just like have a better understanding of it and you're right. able to explain it to people better. And well, it's so kind of, it's kind of like any job. Like the more you do it, the more yeah. just confident you are in your environment. Yeah. But it, I feel like door to door, it, it definitely takes more time. Totally. It's way more like totally face to face. Yeah. It's face to face. I feel like, um, kind of the biggest thing I always think of is just like, it's all like a numbers game. Yeah. And no matter what industry you're in, like even if I was to go out and sell security, I like, I don't feel like I would be one of like the top dudes or whatever by any means. But I feel like, as long as you're out working and you're out talking to people, it's like, it's a numbers game. Right. And you're just kind of flipping over the next rock to find like the pearl. Or eventually whatever. you'll, yeah. You'll yeah. And eventually you'll find it. And so it's like, it's these dudes that give up pretty quick or whatever. That, Cause that was the hardest thing about just like managing and things like that was like training people and then spending a bunch of time with them and then to just have them quit like two days later. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I that was the most frustrating part of it. Yeah. So, but I would say, just like it's a numbers game and like almost just like not not fake it till you yeah not fake it till you make it but just like learn the product and understand it and with that comes confidence right and then once you have that confidence and stuff it's just more of like a 
can you take rejection right every day and can can like you put up with it and yeah. can you just be good at talking with people yeah. so yeah. i think that's what like when i worked every almost every job i've worked at it's it comes down to just knowing the product yeah and like you're saying like it's pretty easy to be passionate about solar because mm-hmm. you know you're it's helping the environment totally. compared to like maybe pest control it's a little bit hard to like get jazzed up about it yeah yeah um and that's what for sure like like when i worked at my the camera store it was like i didn't know every camera in the store you know Mm -hmm. there's hundreds of different lenses and cameras yeah and it took time you know it took time to actually you know one guest comes in says i want to look at this lens yeah and i'm going i don't know anything about that lens but i'll look it up and we'll research it together yeah and over time you just build that portfolio in your mind um, to get yeah, better at speaking about it. And, and especially just, with solar too, I feel like it's like pretty rewarding. Like when I've gone back to like neighborhoods that I've knocked in before and yeah. I've seen like my installs and things like that. Oh yeah, I bet. And I'm like, oh, that dude like has solar like because of me, which yeah. is super cool. And it's like, well, it's almost like you're having like a positive impact. Like you're actually kind yeah, of pushing yeah. that kind of forward, Yeah, I you know? was thinking about that the other day. It's just like, it's just cool because I've been knocking this one neighborhood for the last three months, Yeah, which is not typical like i feel like and that was the hardest thing too with me just like being on a team and like dealing with other people was that everybody wanted to be in like a new neighborhood every single week why is that just because i feel like people just want like a change like they want to like be in a neighborhood yeah get it yeah get something fresh that's literally what it is and so it's like but for me it was like i like to be in a neighborhood for like as long as i possibly can just because there's like little tips and tricks that you can do with like name dropping. And then once you actually get people right. installed and things like that, then you can be like, Oh yeah, your neighbor across the street, like they got solar, like this yeah. is like, you know, and so it, it just becomes a little bit easier. So that's always been kind of the way that I've rolled with it. Um, and so, but anyway, I just went back to this neighborhood um, the other day and there's like a bunch of installs in there. so it's like super, it's just cool to like see it. Yeah. I bet. You know, I feel like that'd be super cool. Do you ever, was, have you ever talked to people that have like bought from you and like, kind of almost like followed up and like yeah yeah so a lot of times like if i'm like um walking on the same street like people will be out yeah and stuff and it's really cool because like i feel like especially because like the people because i wasn't pushy and because like they didn't feel pressured into doing it right there's almost like this cool like relationship robbery yeah Yeah. and so it's like you see them you're like hey dude like how's the panels working like oh it's freaking awesome like we're trying to get our neighbor to do it i'm like yeah i know like i've been trying to talk to your neighbor like you know so it's it's cool It's, it's like people are cool like they're they're excited about it so and that's the cool thing about solar too is like with the way like it's structured it's not like adding an additional bill it just like replaces the power bill right and so it's not like you're adding you know like a a pest control bill onto their monthly expenses you're not adding like a security bill and yeah and things so i feel like that's been something that's helped me like through solar too it's just like it's just like an it's an easier product for my personality or for like my interest to like yeah get into you know and be excited about do you feel like did you notice a difference between um knocking in denver and here like is there much of a difference at first yeah so when i first started solar like here in utah it was like so easy like it was unfair really? and i don't think yeah i don't think if it was that way i would have kept with solar or just like door-to-door in general right well why do you think that is i think that like here in utah it's interesting because i feel like people it's a lot of it is keeping up with the joneses as yeah. much as people hate to admit that that's <laughs> that's what I was a saying, lot like of a, like a the, trend type mm-hmm. thing yeah people in utah are, are trend followers for sure <laughs> and so which is fine and it's like but it can be a problem in some different aspects but 
it was literally like and because everybody knows their neighbors here in utah right. like everybody, yeah neighbors. everybody's in the same ward and yeah. and all that so everybody knows each other so literally when i first started in utah there wasn't a lot of competition and then when i get into a neighbor or into like a neighborhood i would set like one appointment pretty quick right and then just name drop like i'd be like yeah your yeah. neighbor two doors down like they're meeting with my guy or whatever and so it's like i would literally just that makes a lot of sense actually because like yeah just with like the amount of churches here in utah like so mm-hmm. many people will trust their neighbor. Yeah. Whereas if you go somewhere else, then they might not be as close totally. as a neighbor. Totally. So it's like, I don't care what that yeah. neighbor thinks, you know? So when I first started, it was so easy. As long as I got that first appointment or yeah. whatever, then it's like, it was just kind of done after that. Like huh. a bad day for me was setting like six leads. Really? You know, like That's that was crazy. like, a, like I was like mad if I got like five or six <laughs> leads, you know what I mean? That's and so cool. I don't think, I don't think if it had started, like my door to door career had started out that way. I don't know if I would have kept rougher. with it. Yeah. Just because again, like my personality isn't necessarily tailored to that yeah. or whatever. And so it's like, I think that because it was so easy at the very beginning, it was easy for me to be like, get, to like be confident in myself. Yeah. And then when it started to get harder, it was like, okay, I've done this before. Like I know how to do it. Yeah. It's just, again, it kind of came down to like, okay, as long as I'm out here working, there's right. going to be at least one or two just people who game. are going to be down. Yeah. Yeah. So then when I got to like Denver, it was pretty nice because it was similar. It wasn't obviously the same, but it was similar just because there wasn't a whole lot of competition. Yeah. And so um, I could kind of play off that because even maybe five or six months into me starting solar, that's when Utah got like really saturated Yeah, and we were hitting like the winter and things. So it just kind of like everything was just kind of hell after that. (laughs) And so that summer is when I did my first summer, like full summer out in Denver. And so it was nice because again, like we were like one of maybe kind of two fresh new. Yeah. One of maybe two other solar companies that were actually doing anything out that way. Right. Do you feel like there's more of a push out in Denver for like um like a greener lifestyle yeah i I, I imagine they're a little bit more like and that's what i thought that's what i thought too when i first got out there i was like oh denver's they got weed they got full (laughs) of hippies dude like everybody's gonna be so down for solar and yeah it's i mean that's like wishful thinking i'm sure it's pretty similar to here it's pretty similar to here it's it's pretty similar yeah it's like and you get like the occasional person who like drives a prius and is like yeah like solar like i'm super down for like clean energy but that's anywhere, that's though. never yeah it's never anywhere on the west coast like totally. that's pretty like common yeah. now so it's like i feel like that's like a very small like majority of like the people that actually like went solar though a lot of yeah. them go for like just like the money saving right. aspect saving, of yeah. it so um but yeah that was that was my initial thought of denver too was yeah. that it was, oh it's gonna be so easy like everybody's hippie out there and have you guys, so I know, um, like Elon Musk has those like tiles the shingles or shingles. Yeah. <laughs> Have you, do you know anything about those or like, are they yeah, kind of like they're So I think that it's like a really cool idea. It's pretty new technology. Right. Well, so is it the same as solar? Like, is it solar? I don't know like the details of them, yeah. but they're, they're little like cells is I'm yeah, pretty sure is what that's they what, are. Yeah. And so it's like, um, similar so concept, not, but not like exactly. The yeah. Same. Yeah. I think kind of the, the biggest, cause when you look at it, cause I've seen a couple of houses that have it really, the, yeah, they lay flat. So they're not like laying over each other like a shingle would. Huh. So they lay flat, but they're just like little like solar cells. Yeah. Um, well, so I haven't just really so exp- heard much like of them. Yeah. Like, they're just so expensive. Really? That's the problem. Like we had a guy do like a quote on his house, um, just here in Utah and it yeah. was like, like he was only going to over a period of 30 years he was gonna save like a thousand dollars or something like that yeah 
versus like with our panels, it's like people get them paid off in on average like 12 years. Right. And then that's when they see like all the big savings is once they have it paid off, obviously. But yeah, these, the shingles are just, there's such new technology and they're so expensive right now that anytime anybody brought it up to me, I would be like, yeah, I mean, is that, do you have people brought that up? Oh, all the time. <laughs> Mostly in Denver, that was a bigger thing yeah. in Denver. That was like, people were like, oh, we're holding out for like the shingles. And then I'd be like, okay, well before <laughs> right. you do that, like you should know that like, you know, it's going to be way more expensive yeah. You know, if you're going in it for like the if you're doing it because it's cool and yeah. they're like the shingles then go Elon for Musk. it and if you've got the money to spend like Yolo. you know i'm not gonna argue with it but if right. you're going into it for just kind of like you're like an average more, joe yeah if you're like an average joe and you're doing it for you know trying to save some money or trying to get like your like own your own energy pretty quick yeah it's not going to be like the most like efficient way to do it so but yeah so yeah, it's pretty interesting because it's it's one of those things like I haven't heard much of, and it seems like it is like it's probably a little bit before its time, mm-hmm. but it will be interesting to see over the next you know five to ten years like what will happen with, um, like solar and like if that technology gets better. Yeah, and that's the thing too is like, we just like never know right like, where that's headed because if you look back like the last like thirty years like the technology hasn't really changed a whole lot. Just like the in solar in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The efficiency's like gone up and stuff and they've made better panels, right. but the technology itself like hasn't changed until like these shingles. And, and, and so it's such a new thing that like, yeah, you just never know, but technology is changing so much that like it could be and it could not be. And I right. always kind of tell people that I'm like, yeah, I mean, you could it's hold really out. hard to say. Yeah. It's like you can hold out <laughs> for the next 10 years and like not do it. And maybe something will change. Like maybe there'll be something cooler or whatever. But in 10 years from now, you're going to have your system pretty much paid off. Yeah. And so it's just kind of like, I don't know. If you're going at it from a perspective of like, okay, what's going to be the new coolest thing? Yeah. Then sure, fine. That's fine. Hold out for it. But Um, speaking of Elon Musk, I was was listening to a podcast and they were talking about um, just like self-driving cars and um, like all the the difference between... um, I, I, they were talking about how uh, it can be dangerous and, or how dangerous like they are. And like um, I was, I was the podcast I was listening to was with uh, Joe Rogan and one, this guy that he rebuilt a Tesla. Yeah. Um, and it was really interesting to hear about like the science behind the car and like how much goes into them. Um, but it also was interesting to hear about um, like the dangers of AI and like um, basically the guy was talking about how, we're putting too much faith in these self-driving cars yeah. and we're getting too excited about like, we're kind of just like throwing all of our eggs in it and mm-hmm. just like, you know, take us yep. to the future. Yep. Whereas it's like, it's actually pretty sketchy with like where the technology is going with it yeah. as of right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just think it was interesting cause with, uh, there's a, there's another company that was putting like solar panels on top of the car interesting but it was only fueling like just like the radio and stuff right right i think is well so is is solar do you know has it like is the price stayed pretty level like for the past few years or yeah so prices like haven't changed a whole lot yeah but the government is going to be changing like the incentives and stuff because like government pays right now it's they give you like a 30 percent tax credit oh really yeah and huh. so it's like which is super nice and then each individual state like utah's 
uh, I think is like two grand or something like that. Yeah. And so each different state has like their own different tax incentives that go into it. Just like how like with other like states that have like, um, like electric car tax incentives and stuff like that. Same thing. And so, but the government is going to like the federal government is going to start like reducing that. Like I think next year it's dropping down to like 26% and then it's just going to keep like dropping after that. Hmm. Um, and so as those go down, like the price of like the solar itself, like has to like accommodate it and it has to like level it out. Otherwise it just won't be worth it for people to like go solar Yeah. unless they're doing it from like the going green aspect of it. So, which again, like I said before, it's like, that's a fairly small percentage of people that do it. And so for everybody else, the majority of everybody else is doing it to like save money. Yeah. It's like the price of solar has to go down to accommodate for just that tax um, change. Yeah. Do you know, um, do, do those, uh, have you seen those house like solar packs that, uh, like the power walls? Yeah. The power yeah, walls. Are those Tesla? powered by, uh, t- uh, solar? So yeah, yeah, they are. Okay. Yeah. So a lot is there of, any other companies doing stuff like that at all? Yeah. There's other companies that have like battery walls. They're like just similar like to super it. Super expensive. Yeah. That's but, where like Tesla has like kind of the upper hand with it. It's right. just like their like battery packs, even though they're like pricey are still like way cheaper than a lot of the other competition right. out there. So a lot of those, um, a lot of houses that like have those though, are usually houses that like where the state doesn't do its own. Um, it's called like the net metering program. And okay i think i've i think i've heard of this yeah all Maybe that all that is, it. is it's it's just like a way for like the excess energy that's being produced from the solar to go back into the grid oh really and then basically you're just pulling that energy back from the grid during like the winter months when your panels aren't like accommodating the amount of power that you're using huh okay and so th- for states that do like the net metering program which is utah and De- or like colorado does it as well um I'm, I'm honestly not super sure which company or which uh which states don't do a net metering program, but for the ones that don't do it, um, the battery walls are super nice because you can like store that. You can store it, yeah. So, but for all the other states that have like the net metering program, it's not like super worth it. So is is that, in your eyes, do you think that's like a, like a, like a, a silly rule? Like to, would you, I guess, I guess like powering like a pack would be more realistic for the user or like more beneficial because they're not just sending their power away. Yeah. So, well, so, um, I mean, some people just want to get completely off the grid. Yeah. And like, they just want to be completely like, you know, cut off. Yeah. Cut off from <laughs> society or whatever. Um, but some States don't allow that. Really? Like, I don't know what Utah's laws are on, on it, but I know in Colorado it was like, there was like, a there's a restriction on people from like going completely off the grid and I don't remember huh. the details of it, but it's almost I'd like people creating... do that to me all the time. They'd be like, yeah, like we want to like wait for the battery walls to come out and then we're going to do yeah. it then. It's like, okay, that's Same awesome. Thing. Like I, you like... and everybody else would love to do that, but also your state Expensive like, won't and... allow you to do that. Oh, so some states won't even allow those packs. Right. Yeah. They like won't allow, oh, well, so they'll, allow the, it. they'll allow it like a pack and stuff and you can use it. The only times that you can use it is when the power goes out. Oh, and interesting. So if it's worth it for you to pay. That kind of sucks. Yeah. So like, it's worth it for you to pay. I think they're what, like $3,500 or something yeah. for the power packs or whatever. Um, if it's worth it for you to pay $3,500 just so your power will never go out. Yeah. Then, like, 
well that's, that's like and that's when you're getting to the point where it's like you have money to probably afford that. oh yeah like yeah, it's totally, not like a, totally but if you're doing it to get off the grid like it's just some states like don't allow because technically you'd be still connected to something right right yeah you're still hooked up to the grid so you're not all, off the grid. all it is is there's like a little switch and it just starts going into the power pack and so, so does and this is like obviously a lot of like info thrown at you you might not know but like so does the power go back into the city essentially like, yeah it, it just goes back it just like, goes back into the like the power company grid it's almost so, like, like they here. it's almost like they're using people's houses to fuel yeah well in in some picture. states some states more so than others like yeah. california it's like in california a lot of people don't even like own their own solar a lot of times it's like a lease program okay so because the power is so expensive in california yeah that a lot of times it's cheaper for people to like slap a system up on their roof and then they're just paying a way cheaper like yeah like a, not necessarily a payment but like everything they pay is, isn't going back towards the panels themselves right. it's just okay. going into like having that on their roof yeah and being able to have cheaper power so they never actually own the solar panels but yeah. like they're getting cheaper power because of it and i guess i mean if you were to look at it on like a green mindset like it would be pretty cool if Think about every house in the valley if it had solar. Totally. And it was actually, like the set, the solar, or the power that you're using to just fuel your house, and then the rest just goes back into like mm-hmm. street lights or whatever. Like that would be a pretty, like, beneficial way of doing it. And a lot of states have like their own um, like goals that they're trying right. to get to. Like I think I can't remember what Denver's was, but it was like by 2020 having, I think it was like 20 or 30 percent like renewable energy. Huh. And so each, like, each state has, like, their own goals and things like that. You know, whether or not that changes with, like, I know, like, I don't know. It's, like, because I know Trump's, like, not a huge fan of, like, renewable energy and right. stuff. And so it's, like, whether that changes just really him or not. I think, it, I think it comes down more so to, like, the state level, though, too. Yeah. So I honestly don't know if there's anything he can do about it. But um, So I, uh, I, what I wanted to ask you about, too, is so – a lot of people have been saying me the same uh, article about the, this is a pretty big like side. Uh, <laughs> so uh, over in, where was it? Oregon, the psilocybin, <laughs> mushrooms. Oh, we're going there. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Colorado. Is it Colorado? Yeah, it's Colorado. So um, they just, what did they do? They decriminalized it. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Yep. Um, so it's, I think that they, is it, I can't remember if it's only for medicinal use or is it actual recreational use? I don't remember. Or, I think I just like briefly saw yeah, it on like same. Joe Rogan's. Well, so I, I wanted to talk about like, um, it's crazy how the older we've gotten, um, the more we are starting to see, like, cause we've grown up around, you know, when you hear drugs, you think mm-hmm. about, um, you know, marijuana, cocaine, all mm-hmm. these like heavy drugs, right. Totally. That we've like thought of. And it's crazy to see the time changing with like, um, you know, now marijuana is legal in mm-hmm. like a ton of states. Totally. And then just even this is like, I think it has a lot of people going like, wait, what? Like, yeah. Hold on. <laughs> that was kind of like a shock to the system. Yeah. Like for a lot sure. of people like are kind of like, wait, like we're doing what like we yeah. just we're not Mushrooms even really we're not even done with like <laughs> weed yet yeah people are still caught up on weed but now denver's over there like yeah they're five, going hard five years ahead of everybody <laughs> well it's crazy because like because i am um, like i personally don't you know use any of them right but for me it's it's pretty cool to see because like from what i've heard and what i've learned it, it seems like it is pretty beneficial for people that are needed for medical use totally. you know with 
like CBD as mm-hmm. well. Um, and it's pretty cool just to see the times changing and like people, I think it's, it has a lot to do with like our generation and like totally. growing up with the internet and just being able to like yeah educate ourselves a lot more on stuff like this. And it's, it's pretty cool to see because. Yeah. I, I mean, think, I feel like, yeah, you see a lot of these kind of like older school yeah. people, you know, their, their time is, is kind of moving along, yeah. you know, and, and you're getting kind of this younger generation that's a little bit more open to these types of things yeah. and stuff. And so I feel like, well, it's crazy too, because it's like, I've even seen like, you know, older people where they're, they're going through their, you know, elderly states where they're, they're in pain and, mm-hmm. and they're going, I don't want to take oxycodone or right. taking these gnarly pain meds. Mm-hmm. And they're actually starting to kind of like, okay, like yeah. people are I, starting to say some nice things about CBD totally. or and I feel like with kind of these older people too, I feel like their kids and like their grandkids are yeah. introducing them to it. Right. For sure. And explaining like the benefits of it. And I feel like I, I still think that it's something that they would never admit like admit yeah, to using, exactly. you know, like they would For never sure. like be like, Oh yeah. They don't like, want people knowing like this it. weed's awesome. Like my anxiety's gone or whatever. Right. Like, you know, my Tourette's or not Tourette's, but um, <laughs> <laughs> my seizures are like, you know, yeah. they're gone or whatever. And so it's like, I, I think that it's kind of this younger generation that's, that's pushing it, it's but then also pushing it upwards to kind of, to kind of like this older generation. And I feel like, yeah, yeah. Doing well, some good with it. Well, and it'll be crazy to see what happens when we are in our seventies you know, yeah. like, cause now we're going to be the elderlies where, yeah, it's like, what are, what are going to be the things that we're like pretty <laughs> yeah. caught up on, you know? Yeah. Well, and it'll be, yeah, it'll just be crazy to see. Cause yeah. you just see how much has moved in our, even in the past, like what, 10 years or even mm-hmm. like seven years, totally you see how much is just like completely opposite yeah, direction. How much has changed. So it'll be really crazy even just to see what happens in the next 10 years with all this stuff. And totally. And especially with, um, with like these like mushrooms, like seeing what kind of effects they'll actually have on society as a whole. Totally. And like people that are, you know, that maybe have PTSD or yeah, um, whatever, you know, fill in the blank. Yeah. And there's obviously, I mean, there's good and bad with like everything for sure and stuff. And you know, it's like if you're abusing something, it's definitely not good. Yeah. Or if you're using something and having it be like a crutch right? and stuff. But I feel like if you're using something from like a pure just like not medicinal, but just in a way that can like help you and you're not like relying on it solely and things like I think. Right. Well, and that's, what's crazy is like you, you start hearing about people that are taking stuff like this in small doses and how it's actually like making them better. And you're going, totally. it it definitely like turns your head going like what, you know, yeah. What's going on? Yeah. The book that I'm reading right now is talking about like, um, microdosing like lsd and yeah things, yeah which like is stuff like, like that it's like yeah it's like growing up we're like, like whoa holy shit, like lsd yeah. <laughs> like what you know and so it's like but they're having like all these different like beneficial aspects to them and yeah. stuff and it's like you can't like argue with kind of like what they're doing for yeah. people you know well and that's what um like another podcast they were talking about how um uh, ecstasy was helping veterans yeah PTSD. yeah yeah i remember was talking about that yeah and yeah. it was it was basically like they they sit down with an actual like therapist and they microdose it and they basically help talk them through their experiences that they have dealt with. Right. You know? Right. And I remember one of them, it was super cool. But it was interesting because like he, he was in a platoon and he lost all of his buddies in the platoon. Like he totally. was the only survivor Totally. and he came back from the war with all this guilt and he felt like, you know, I feel like I like, 
I don't deserve. I wasn't a good enough soldier. I wasn't deserving. He he basically was saying like he he feels like he should have died in order to right. kind of earn his like manliness in sure, a sense. Sure, sure. And he he really struggled with it because he had all of his friends lost, and he's you know going through this. And they I think he was like a test dummy on it, and he basically was like fixing it within like three sessions yeah. with this therapist. And that was like, I think it, it's a pretty long day. I think they do it for like, like eight to 10 hours or sure. something. Sure. But it's, it's just crazy. Cause you would never, you know, you hear ecstasy and you're like, what the freak? Like, yeah. Don't be given that to PTSD, right. like PTSD people or something. But it's, yeah, it's crazy just to see them kind of, they're almost just like throwing darts at a board going like, let's see what happens in it. I think seems it, to be I think it's really cool just like on the topic of like um hallucinogens and things like that I think what intrigues me the most about it is people who deal with like anxiety but maybe don't know where that anxiety is coming from right and people who take some of these like hallucinogens or whatever yeah and having that experience bring up things that are like pretty deep down like in their sure. subconscious that they haven't thought about or they've forgotten about right and that people are able to kind of deal with that stuff head on yeah. by using these things. I think that you can also get to that point through like heavy meditation. Right. right? And, and we talked like about that this as, too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We've talked about like meditation mm-hmm. or even working out, eating clean. For sure. Like there's a lot of power in mm-hmm. just those. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what like we've talked about too is like, I think for anybody that's listening and like if you have anxiety or whatever, um, I think it's, it's something you should really for sure start with is like, try eating clean or try hitting the gym. Even if you're, if you're not comfortable hitting the gym, like hit it once a week, you totally. know, go on a jog or do something. Cause for me, I know like if I don't go to the gym now, cause I, we both go to the gym five to six times a week. And for me, if I don't hit the gym, I feel like terrible. And, and like you talk about anxiety or stress, like my stress levels instantly just go up a little yep. bit because I'm, you know, I'm not, um, like pushing myself like physically totally I think too it's like just like knowing like your body yeah too and like understanding like how your like own specific body works too right I was just talking to one of my buddies who has like suffered with anxiety and depression yeah. and things like that and he talked about how when he like gave up gluten like like how yeah. much of a difference that made it's crazy and it's like weird things like that that like you just like wouldn't really think of because it's things that are like pretty common yeah. and just like our normal like western diet right that are like for some individuals who have these allergies to them or whatever they're right. like their body doesn't react to it well for like sure they just until you like kind of test out like giving up yeah. these certain things like who knows like that could have been the well, one that's thing what, like know? i think about like like white sugar or um like processed foods like i think it has a huge for sure number on like your 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 system and for i think sure. You know, if your if your body doesn't feel right, your mind's not going to feel right. Totally, you know? totally. Yeah, that's always like the thing too. Is it's like the one part of me is like, oh, I want to like eat so clean and like feel really good, but then yeah. the other part of me is like, oh, I'm trying to bulk and bulk. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm trying to get big eat and some waffles. Yeah, exactly. You got that whole ego. Yeah, well, that's, like so that's, ego waffles in a day or whatever. You know? <laughs> and well, so it's like, like that's what it's it's funny because like that's like a good point is like. Um, like for you, if you're bulking, you kind of have to push into that, like maybe not eating as healthy as you could, but you kind of recognize like how your brain works with that. And like, you can see like how much of an effect it has, you know? Yeah. And it's like, you could go like the really healthy route too. And it it would just be a lot longer like process and stuff. And, and for some people that's like 
the way you should do it. Sure. I feel like for me, it's like... Well, for you guys, you guys don't, have, yeah, we you guys just, don't get any fat. <laughs> just like burning, like our metabolisms are like pretty wild. And Insane. so it's like, you know, so it's like, I feel like you guys are fine. if I'm not eating 4,000 calories in a day, like I'm Oof. like not like gaining weight, you know? Right. And so it's like, it's tough because it's like that, it's that trade off of like wanting to like eat healthy and things. And then, but also like working on like your fitness goals and yeah. knowing that like if you want to like obtain these fitness goals and do it in like a relatively like quick amount of time right. or whatever without taking steroids right yeah so it's like you know you gotta like you gotta put some calories in your body you gotta, you gotta throw some things in the machine to and that's the move. thing too is it's like i don't want to be eating four thousand calories worth of vegetables like it's just like there's no way i'd be it's able like to a shiz ton. yeah like, there's that's just, so many so much broccoli. you know what i mean yeah it's <laughs> yeah so well so um what was I going to say? I, I think kind of going back to just like stress levels and people, I think our, our generation, you know, we're right now you see so much stuff on the news and, uh, where they're like Instagram's getting rid of their likes supposedly. Really? Yeah. Cause they want to basically, they, they think it has such an effect on people's mental health. Oh, it because, does. Yeah. 100%. Right? And especially like for me as like a creator where I, you know, I'll post something and if it gets like, I posted a selfie and it gets like 600 likes. Yeah. Right? And I post like a landscape and it gets 1200 likes and I'm right. So, and, and, and like for me, I've, I've honestly, I've grown a pretty tough skin with it. Like it, when I think about them getting rid of likes for me personally, I don't like, I don't see as much of a problem for myself, but there in the past, it definitely is like, like, why doesn't my selfie get more likes? Like, yeah. People not like me, you know, or even like if I've posted like a picture of me and joy and yeah. it doesn't get much likes and I'm going, yeah. what the freak? You know? So for like a content creator or these people who like use Instagram yeah. as like their like career. source of income or career, yeah. like how are they able to gauge like what people are so, or like even with companies and, th- and stuff that are right. paying people for posts like and stuff. Engagement? Yeah. How do they? Yeah. So I, th- I believe um, the content creator will still be able to see the likes. Okay. Um, but you won't be able to see other people's. Okay. So you won't Interesting. be able to, you won't be that able to look at like, makes a, sense. you won't be able to look at somebody that's your age and they are getting 30,000 likes right. and, and use that against yourself. Sure. Okay. But cool. I do see how like you could see your own likes. Okay. Cause doesn't Visco do that where they like don't have likes? Yeah. I don't think like they a do. a bunch of engagement. It's more so just it's like more just albums. On the art. And, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. But so that's what, so it's, it's interesting because um, they talk about how so many people are like impacted it impacted by likes and by views mentally and it'll be interesting to kind of see the transition between what are some things because you know i feel like getting rid of likes is kind of just a quick fix sure it's 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 such a small thing um because there's so many different platforms you know right view times on youtube right right podcast view times whatever right there's so many different ways to kind of look at it and kind of um uh like look at it and and self-reflect and and put it on you and feel bad about it. So I feel like it'll be interesting to see kind of with, you know, CBD and all these things and see like, what do those have, an, how much do they have an effect on um, this new generation's like mental health? Totally. Totally. And I think, honestly, I think it, it will probably help a lot, but I think, I think going back to exercise and stuff, I think that's just key. Cause I think you don't realize how much, moving can yeah. affect your day you know i for me i feel like like a routine is like yeah. so important yeah for sure like the last like i've been really good at like getting up on time and like getting up early yeah. and like 
I know when I get up early, like I feel way more productive oh, for sure. Even though I'm like way more tired when I'm like trying to just get up and out of bed. Like once I'm out and like I'm moving, moving. like I feel a lot better. Yeah. But this morning, dude, like press snooze and then snooze for like two dude, and a half hours. That's my and the I woke past two up, days. Woke up and I just was like, like you just feel, feel I felt awful. so foggy. Dude, like, well, I was that's so what I was foggy. saying. To, I was saying that to Joy. I was saying the past two days I've been trying to wake up at um like six or five right i'm trying to get in this, this new schedule right and like i've hit snooze until like eight 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 a.m totally and i wake up feeling exhausted mm. like i feel so terrible yeah <laughs> and usually like i'll run to the gym and that kicks me yeah out of it. yeah but i'm like i'm like if you don't have the gym and you have you know maybe you go and play video games or whatever because mm-hmm. that's what for me video games kind of kept me in that like stagnant state where i just was yeah. like i was getting you know I was getting satisfaction out of winning a, you know, a Call of Duty sure. or like, you know, Fortnite or something. Sure. But when I get out of the game, all of a sudden I'm just like, yeah, awful. Well, it's funny that you bring that up just because like I've just like all of like the dopamine spikes that we're getting constantly yeah, dude. and bringing it back to like Instagram and just social media yeah. and things like all these quick dopamine spikes yeah. are just messing up everybody's dopamine receptors and then we all wonder like why we're feeling like crap yeah. you know because well, it's like that's what's that's what i've kind of been thinking too is like i they talk about getting rid of likes mm-hmm. but i'm going you know zuckerberg and all these people like they didn't make these apps to make you feel good yeah <laughs> they made these apps to make million dollar companies and it's interesting because i feel like it's almost like it's like it's like them putting a band-aid over a wound mm-hmm. that they've created. Well, and they, it's like, it makes us feel kind of better. Yeah. But at the end of the day, they're going, how do we continue to grow? But these you know? companies, like, they, like, have specific teams and things that, like, their sole purpose at that company is to design an app that right. makes you addicted to it. How do we get these it? people addicted? Yeah. And well, so and, it's... And, and that's what we talked about is addiction with, like, our, like our devices. Totally. And like our friend Sage, like he's getting rid of social media and stuff. And and it's interesting because I put like Instagram and all of my kind of apps that I use and I put them in a folder and I put them all the way on the farthest side on my iPhone. Sure. So I'd have to like swipe over to get to them. Sure. And literally within like five minutes, I figured out like a loophole where I like swiped the other way and there's all these like most like commonly used apps and uh-huh. I, I found it like instantly yeah yep. or like I'll, I'll be like i need to check my email and then all of a sudden i'm scrolling instagram I'm yeah like what the freak i feel like we're always doing that we're always looking for like little ways to yeah. like just like to get, get back into it you know it's well, like, and they've even designed like i remember um watching a video about how so your instagram likes they've designed it so that you don't get them just constantly that you get them in batches interesting. so when i open my phone it'll say you know 30 new likes and that dopamine. Yeah. Like, you're like, Ooh, compared to like, if I were to get, Oh, two new likes. Yeah. You know, yeah. Three likes. Yeah. Then it's like, eh, you know, it's a interesting. And they've designed that so that you get addicted. And that's like scary. Yeah. Like, that's like, that's where it gets freaky. And like, that's why, I mean, you, I think you've probably noticed too, like I'll like delete like yeah. Instagram and right. Facebook for like a period of time. Right now I'm like the king of like, dude, did you get that meme I sent you? And yeah. I'm like, oh no, I've got Instagram deleted. Yeah. And then like that night I'll hop on for a second. You know? Well, that's what I think but, I should probably, I should do that too is like delete it for the day and then maybe an hour at night or right before, yeah. maybe not even right before So bed. that's, that's kind of like the idea that I have behind it is it's like, okay, if it's not there, 
then it's not like a quick, easy thing to right. just, when You'd I'm have bored, to download it yeah, you gotta go download it, it you know, it's like, if I really, really want to get into Instagram, it's like, I'm just going to go download it and get right. into it. But it's nice though, because it's like, if you've got some downtime during the day or whatever, yeah. where naturally you would be like, Oh, like let's scroll through Instagram or scroll through Facebook or whatever. Yeah it's not there. And so you're like, Oh, okay, cool. It's not there. Like I can like hold off. Well, and it's like, you, you know? can, you can be more productive with that. Totally. Too, Cause like even today I, I didn't have service, um, in this building that I was in and I was sitting there kind of looking at my phone, like, yeah, what do I do? And I started organizing my calendar. Totally. Cause I'm like, I probably, I have a bunch of events coming up. I got to do like yeah. shoots and stuff. And I was like, so way more productive without them. Well, and, and it's like, how many times have you like sat down on the couch and be like, okay, I'll just, scroll yeah. for like 10 minutes go yeah. shower like you get give going. yourself like intervals like, yeah and then all of a sudden you've been scrolling through instagram like looking at dog videos <laughs> for the last like 45 minutes you know and yeah. so it's like <laughs> and my discover page is so tailored to me it's yeah. like not even fair like right. it's like the moment i click on the discover page i'm There's like just i'm a hook yeah. you know what i mean and so it's like yeah it, well it's cool because i think i think the the coolest part about all of it though is like the fact that um, the people that are, that are our generation, I think more the older generation of our generation, like there's like the young kids mm-hmm. that are like dancing Fortnite, And then there's right. like the older kids that are right. like actually kind of almost like taking the role of like, we, we have these devices, we have these apps, we have all these, you know, softwares that we got to be more responsible with. Cause we're starting to see the impact. Totally. And it's cool to see people like, um, like you see, like, uh, yesterday did a, vi- a video, about they deleted like social media for a day Mm -hmm. and it's cool to see like people actually kind of making an effort to understand like these powers that we've been given you know and it's cool just to see like it'll be i think we'll be able to figure it out i think right now it's just you know it's like a ticking yeah just destroying stuff Mm -hmm. and it'll eventually kind of figure its way out but yeah there's a youtuber that i follow and that's my biggest thing is like youtube like I, yeah. the nice thing though is like with youtube a lot of the time i spend on there is like informative stuff yeah. and it's usually That's, i like to tell myself that too. I, yeah <laughs> i mean i've got my few like fitness like in, or right. youtubers that i'll follow and, and like keep up with them but for the majority unless you get caught in like a, a wormhole or whatever like through youtube videos Chocolate it's rain. like yeah exactly <laughs> you know for the most part it's like a lot of what i'm watching on there is like pretty informative stuff but anyway yeah. there's this guy I'm going to put yours. It's like Matt Delvalia or something. I don't know if you've heard him before. He's had like Gary Vee on there. He's had like, um, like Casey familiar. Neistat on there. Yeah. Um, anyway, super cool dude. But he had like this author of like this book of this guy who literally spent like years going around and talking to like different psychologists and things that specifically study right. just the impact of like social media. Yeah. And the book's about how like, it's like we're all like, getting depressed from yeah. this and like how we can like avoid it and i've wanted to like read it really bad but the interview that he did with him was really good and just like huh. him like outlining like different points of it and stuff but yeah yeah it's it's pretty crazy i i'm, I'm definitely optimistic about it i think knowing that these companies are tailoring them to their audience mm-hmm. and like being aware that they are addictive like it isn't yeah like a, it's not just like a they they feel addictive, but it's like right. literally they're using your chemicals in your mm-hmm. brain. I think being aware of that and kind of spreading spreading the awareness so that some you know fourteen year old that's on Instagram feeling a certain way, he's not just feeling that way and feels alone. He recognizes that yeah. everybody's being tailored to it. Yeah, I think I think that, it's super important. Mm, I think that's cool. I think that a lot of people because like there is this recognition of like the dangers of being on social media for too right. long and like comparing yourself. I think that it has given 
a lot of people who have like felt anxious and maybe not have known why they felt anxious. Right. Maybe like a direction of like, oh, hey, like this might this be something reason. that, yeah, this yeah. might be a reason of like why I'm feeling like this all the time or whatever. For sure. So, and there's obviously like other different aspects that go into like, you know, I don't want to downplay anybody's like anxiety because there's obviously right. there's people, everybody's got their reasons. own different yeah. things that they're going through. But I think, I think for like kind of the normal everyday person who's just feeling a little bit more anxious like yeah. every day and just doesn't really know why. Uh, I think might be the reason. a lot of these different things could be, could be the reason. But. Yeah. And and that's the thing too, is it, it, it could just be one piece of the puzzle that's adding to yeah. anxiety or stress totally, or whatever. Totally. Cause you know, I think for me, like I've said, like doing fitness and stuff has really helped me. It's almost like, you know, when I go, you know, jog at three miles, I'm sprinting on the treadmill like that. It's hard to feel stressed when you're freaking yeah, like, dude, I don't know if your legs hurt from Saturday's run. Dude, I, I, I have like legs have pieces in my like Achilles tendon that are like, yeah. And I don't know if it's because I'm bow legged or what, but like the outsides <laughs> of my legs right here have just been dead. Yeah, like, like that's the, what I've like felt okay. the weird things in my calves. I'm like, yeah, it's like this, like, I don't even know what muscle that is, but whatever that one is, dude, like the last like four days, I just like. The last couple of mornings, I like have had a hard time just like even like standing up out of bed. Yeah. <laughs> and so, well, so so that's kind of a good transition into what uh, my last question um, is kind of about fitness and yeah. um, like body goals and stuff of what we're trying to accomplish. Totally. So we have um, the Spartan race that we're doing in on July twentieth, right? Yeah. And for those that don't know, the Spartan race they have different kind of tiers that races that you can do. And for some reason, we decided to do the ultra, which mm-hmm. is, uh, it's eight miles with how many obstacles? Tw- uh, 29. I don't remember. 29 obstacles, like something, something. crazy. And we're starting to, to learn because it's about a month <laughs> and a half out. We're like watching videos and the dudes are legit Spartans. Like they're freaking gnarly. And like some of the obstacles, like they're, they're crawling under like barbed wire. It's like... Right. The one that I keep replaying in my head is it's a wall and you have to dive underwater, like muddy water under the wall mm-hmm. and then back up. And mm-hmm. it's, I mean, it's pretty short, but I'm like, we're starting to realize cause all of us are pretty fit, mm-hmm. but none of us do cardio. <laughs> <laughs> and so we're all starting to try to do more car- cardio the past couple months. Honestly though, it's been so nice. Like, it's been cool. Yeah. Implementing cardio into like, just like my routine. Cause it's like when we first knew that we were going to do the race, like I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to make this like plan. I'm going to, okay. Like this week I'm going to do one mile. Yeah. I'm going to work my way up until like five or six miles and things. Um, that didn't work out. Dude, I'm still tapping at like three miles. I was going to say, I did not (laughs) stick to that at all, but it has been nice though, because I'll implement like 10 to 15 minutes of cardio, like after my workout, like after my weightlifting workout and just like, how much more like just how it's much, such a different yeah workout. yeah better you feel yeah. even just like did you just get that endorphin rush like yeah. after you're like well like done I, with I was it telling and, you like there's been a couple times when i've sprinted on the treadmill and i get like a rush of like it almost feels like pre-workout like i get an totally, adrenaline rush totally. and it's like the craziest feeling yeah yeah but it's yeah it's definitely it's harder than expected <laughs> like i'm still tapping at about three miles where i'm like and i'm, I'm hitting pretty i mean i'm hitting like nine mile totally or nine well and i feel like we all them. did super well on saturday yeah. too i mean it was only like two and a half maybe three miles <laughs> yeah. i think it was like 2.6 or something something like that so but i mean that's the most i've ran in yeah. the last like month or so and i felt pretty good like i felt like we could have gone for a little I bit think, longer so. i think we'll be for sure gassed at the end of the race oh yeah 
I think it'll be pretty gnarly, but I think I'm pretty confident with it. I'm not too worried. We said to take ice baths or something. After. Yeah, we really should though. Like, well, and that's what, so I'm gonna doc- <laughs> I'm gonna document it too. So I, I'm gonna make a a GoPro video and stuff to hopefully showcase the best I can with it. Um, but so for you, um, with your with working out and stuff, yeah. What are your kind of current goals with it? So I want to do. Like, so you're, you're bulking right now. Yeah, so, I want right. to do a competition like next year. You and Alec do yeah, right. Yeah. So. With that, so you want to like, do like full on? I want to do a competition. Like full on, yeah. bo- like spray tan? 100%, yeah. <laughs> so that's like something I've wanted to do since probably like high school or like pretty close to after like getting home right. from, from the mission. Just not from like a perspective of like, I just want to like look good, just but more of yourself. like, a, yeah, it's like, yeah. okay, you know, I've been body, like not body, I've been lifting for the last little bit. And so it's like, if I can do a competition and like do somewhat well in it, just like the satisfaction be a cool bucket that, list thing you know, too. would be like really cool. Um, but yeah, it's something I've wanted to do for like a while. And I, I think Alec is, he's been like lifting more and has been he's, like yeah. getting bigger. He's like, yeah, like I'd be down for that too, which is fun. So I think that also, do you guys have like an actual timeline? Like, you know, when, so it would be sometime like next year, like this time next year, really? this is kind of like when, like June, It'd May, so June, fun to go watch. July. Yeah. <laughs> Those are kind of when I mean, we'd have to like figure out like which one we'd want to do. Yeah. Um, it would be probably like a state level one. Yeah. Like definitely not national or anything. <laughs> um, but I think if I was to do like fairly okay in like a state, like wide one, like it would be something that I would want to do like well, maybe do for a couple more years do you after. you think it'll motivate you to totally, push harder? Totally. I think kind of what I've been wanting to do, because like obviously, like I want to put on, like I'm trying to put on weight and stuff. And what I, are you at right now? So I'm about like 162 right now. I thought you were at 168. Well, that one day I was 168 when I ate a lot of food. <laughs> <all that food. laughs> um, but no, like if I was like when I weigh myself in the morning, it's like 162. Yeah, yeah. So, and so are you trying to get to? 180 or 170 yeah if i could bulk up to like 180 185 in like a year i think that that's pretty doable so you're trying to get so are you trying to bulk until this time next yeah. year or do you want to yeah are you do you want to do like a cut before no i'd probably do like maybe like you a, don't really need to do much of a cut I'd, though. I'd maybe do like a mini cut or something yeah. like once every you know five six months or something yeah. like that like to Just do to like maybe two bit. mini cuts like throughout like the next year yeah um but no not really Plus, I think you guys can eat pretty yeah alec it, eats like 50 tacos yeah, yeah. wendy's is like a, a very yeah, normal regular. yeah regular chick-fil-a um, but yeah so i want to do that I, if i could get up to like 180 185 and obviously that's not like i'm not going to gain 20 pounds of muscle in the next year like it's going to be like if i can like get gain, close to it you know yeah maybe no, not even close but if i could gain like you know eight ish pounds of muscle in like the next like year which that's is a like lot of muscle stretch yeah, yeah that's like that's, like, that's, a, that's a solid like, number. that would be yeah that would be insane um but even if i was to get up to like one yeah 169 168 170 i think of, i'm like, at like, like shredded like that would be that would i'm be like sweet. 168 right yeah. now and yeah. i still have a little bit of extra fat on my body totally. which is what like the cardio is helping and mm-hmm. i've been eating like super clean totally which i need to show you some of my stuff yeah. before we go but um and that's what I, I i hope to stay right around i think with the calorie intake i'm doing right now plus the cardio i think i'll probably go down to about 166 165 but that'll yeah. hopefully be more lean and totally. like the goal is to like actually get like a six pack like yeah. i've always <laughs> wanted to like just eat as clean as i possibly can because when i was like i showed you i was living in hawaii and that was like 
eating as clean as I have ever like totally. eaten, just because there isn't as much resources to eat unhealthy out there. Totally. And that's what I want to get back to that because I think it would just be such a cool like yeah mental and physical barrier to get to. Well, and I I think when I when I look at like my physique right now and I compare it to like a year ago, like when we were in Thailand, right, and things, it's like even though I was like the same weight, like I'm much happier with like the way my physique looks yeah. like right now, even though I'm like pretty much about the same weight as I was last year. Yeah. And so for I sure. think part of me too, like, and I don't even know like where to even begin looking for one, but having like some type of coach yeah. or something that I can like send pictures to and things and have them be like, like to keep you accountable or more just to like shape me, you, but like shape me. Yeah. yeah. Somebody who's like worked with other Work people. On this workout. Yeah. Someone who's worked with people who have done like competitions and things. Cause I don't really like, obviously I've never done a competition before. So it's like, I don't know ex- That's like, a good point, the specific yeah. things of like what they're looking for and things. So yeah. if I had like a coach or someone who could like, like, Hey, like you need to work on like your delts or something, or you need right. to work on like thickening your back or something like that. Then that would give me a little bit more like, I guess, an understanding or like what I should be doing in the gym. It'll give you more direction. More direction. Yeah, yeah exactly. So have you thought about getting like a personal trainer? They're pretty I expensive. Want, like, aren't I don't they? want a personal trainer though. That's the thing is it's okay. like, you don't want someone like breathing down your Yeah. You know what I already doing. got bamboozled <laughs> into like that one, that one personal trainer that one time. So what was that? <laughs> when my first summer out doing sales in Denver, there was like this one guy and I think I was like doing deadlifts or something. He's like, hey, 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 no, he like came up to me. Posture. He's like, He's like, do you like Olympic lifting? And I was like, uh, I mean, I just lift weights, you know, like I, you know, I'm not like a power lifter or anything. He's like, I can't even remember what he said, but he basically bamboozled me into like a couple of, cause I'm like, it's hard for me to say no, like I'm yeah. a salesman, but it's like, I get sold so quick and like so easily, you know? And so it's like, he like bamboozled me into like, uh, I think it was like six or seven like training sessions okay ended up being like 200 bucks or something like Jeez. that and it's yeah like, they're expensive yeah they're super expensive i mean props to the dude he sold me like pretty <laughs> like pretty hard you know and uh you he's, know he must he's, be a he's a good he's a good trainer and stuff it's just like i didn't need probably him. didn't need it yeah. yeah and so it's like if i could find like a coach that's like specific to you know tailoring like my diet and things well, like and that's for what me I and think, like you know i can send him pictures of like my physique and he can tell me exactly you can what. kind of critique it yeah exactly like i feel like that would be more of like what i would be looking for versus just like a personal trainer yeah well and i think i think a personal trainer is more for people that are maybe don't know exactly what they need to do in totally. the gym because i know like for me i essentially had uh my buddy chad and he was super into weightlifting totally um and he when i was on hawaii he was like basically my personal trainer mm-hmm. he was saying eat these this time of day totally you know this is the workout do these things yeah and like he was always like freaking like i always think back like bless him because he took every minute to yeah. like make sure my posture is good on like lifting or yeah make sure i'm not cutting corners mm-hmm. or whatever and for a lot of people, they don't have that. They, they have totally. to go into it kind of blind. And that's super intimidating if you're going to a gym. Yeah, you know? exactly. And I think like no digs at personal trainers. I think personal trainers, I mean, there's obviously there's really bad personal trainers out there and there's some really good personal trainers and things, but like, right. that's always something I've always like thought that I would do too, was like being a personal trainer. Well, and, and obviously like that's like probably super rewarding. Like it's, yeah, I feel like that'd be really cool. And just like, it's like, I love like. I love going to the gym. Like, and yeah. so it's like, if I could go to the gym and like train other people <laughs> like and get paid for it, we're talking about, you know? And, and so it's like, that would just be, I would just be stoked to do that. But I think that was kind of more like when I first got home from the mission, yeah. like that's what I thought I was going to do. And I, I feel like things have kind of changed from that point. But right. yeah. 
so no digs at personal trainers, but yeah, <laughs> that's just not just what I'm looking. Out, not not what I'm looking. Calling out all personal trainers. <laughs> yeah, that's just not what I'm not what I'm looking for right now. But well, and like our buddy uh, Cade, like when he was getting into the gym, me and him were going, you know, every day. We we're going like at five a.m. and it was kind of the same thing. I was kind of helping him, like under like you know maybe use these machines and kind of gave, yeah. gain that confidence because you know you always. I know back before I went to the gym. And the thing is cool too is like Kate had a personal trainer at the gym, mm-hmm. and now he's like Kate's super. He was confident in the gym. He knew yeah. where to go. He had yeah. his routine. Totally. And once you have that, it's like, you know, it's totally. nothing. And for me and like everybody else, before you start training in a gym, you're just thinking like, oh, everybody's looking at me. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing this right. You know, you think everybody's judging you, but if, usually in the gym, it's the complete opposite. People yeah. are like, like when I see somebody that's on the treadmill and they're like overweight, like I want to go over and like knuckle yeah, touch like, them. Yeah, for freaking real. Freaking keep going. For Cause real. it's like, it's so like motivating for mm-hmm. me to see that. Um, I think it's hard too. Cause like, I don't know. It, it feels like everybody's kind of looking at each other and that might be the case, but I feel like it's not in like, they're looking to see if you're looking at them. Yeah. That's I was, what it is. I, I feel like if people for the majority of people aren't looking and like judging other yeah. people or whatever, like, at least from my perspective, it's like, like if someone before. is there, no one likes them. Like, yeah. Like if somebody's, if someone's like a, like a dick at the gym, right. You're not someone that right. people like, you know, yeah, no, like, obviously, but no, anybody who's at the gym is, is my, my type of person. So, right. Exactly. You know, it's like, I know that like it can like, for some people it's like super hard. It's like get to the gym and like, it can be embarrassing, but like just start small, just yeah, figure, out, small. figure out a small routine and like, yeah, you just gotta it keep... is intimidating though. Like I, I can see it from a perspective of like somebody who hasn't done oh, it before, sure. and they see like the jack, yeah, like... big dudes, or just people who know what they're doing. Yeah. Or if like you get into the gym and like you have no idea like what the machine does, or yeah. you know, it can be super. Well, it like, can be embarrassing when you yeah. walk up to a, a machine and you're like, "What is this dude? Yeah. You're staring yeah. at it." You're like no one wants to be the guy that's like staring at it. But right. It's like, right. You know. You and just so I, I get that out. too. Like I get it from that perspective. But you know, like I feel like for the large majority of people, it's like. Hey, we're just happy to have you. Well, and like, you know? and, and like for me, like when I'm at the gym, I've gotten to a point with like, with my confidence and like knowing what I'm doing that I feel like I'm the only one there. Like yeah. I don't even think about other people. Cause I'm just like, I have a goal and like, I don't go to the gym to socialize. Mm-hmm. I go to like train yeah. for, for the apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Like, like I you get those people too, who like get to the gym and it's like, they're there for three four hours I'm not just like, like that. <laughs> yeah they're socializing and oh, i yeah, feel like yeah. for some people it's like i get it because like sometimes dude like the gym feels like a second home yeah you know and you're just happy to be there and you're like you're like oh i'm like right. with my people like, well, I, it, like, it, it would be like an awesome place to meet mm, people because but that's people. the thing too is it's like when i get there it's like i want like my headphones in like i don't yeah. want anybody to talk to me yeah, yeah it's like i just want to like i want to get my workout done yeah and I like being there. And it's like, I'm not like itching to like hurry and get out or anything, yeah. but it's like, I also just like, don't want someone to like talk to me forever. So, and that's the thing is like, you're either getting the guys that aren't paying attention to you cause they're doing that. Mm-hmm. Or you're getting the guy that's probably like, Hey, what's your name? You know, talk. Yeah. To you. Yeah. So it's like, there really is a pretty good balance of the gym. But so it's, it's always cool to like meet people too at the gym. It's like, it's, it's hard. It's like, a, it's finding the right balance. Yeah. Right. So it's you like, just kind of like have it's to like, cause you like meeting people yeah. at the gym and you like meeting people who like have the same interests as you and, and things as far right. as fitness goes and all that. But then the other part, but, it's like, but what about the guys that come over and start talking about yeah your, when you get a chatty <laughs> kathy and stuff it's yeah. like you know it's like you don't or like the guys that. that are like but it is fun though to like see a bud at the gym and be like hey what's up dude like what are you working like, out I today you said but i was like what? no bud bud <laughs> a buddy yeah a buddy at the gym and it's like it's cool because you can be like hey dude like what's up like, yeah you know 
can you spot me? Yeah. What are you working out today? You know, it's, it's, it's cool to like see people. Well, and, and usually I think most people recognize like we're, you're, you're both moving. Like, so you don't yeah. want to try to like have a huge conversation. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think, and that, that, that kind of goes back to the whole, like talking about stress and stuff. It's like, you know, I think focusing or, or just even jogging on treadmills and kind of getting, being more active, mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot easier than it looks and, and, and it can be intimidating, but I think if you just start small and even yeah. like, don't be afraid to ask people at the gym for totally, help, totally. you know, ask them like, Hey man, how yeah. do you look that way? I've had, it's actually funny. There's like one specific exercise that I do for like my shoulders and stuff. Um, and I won't get into it, but it's funny because like, it's kind of weird looking, but like when people see me do Wait, what it, what do you do? So, okay. So, Let's see it. <laughs> so it's okay. like when you have like a, so when you have like the cable, right? Okay. So you have a cable. And then you're doing like lateral raises like that. Okay, yeah. But you do it, you grab it from like in between like your feet, you know, and then you do that. Okay, so does it lift your leg up? Like, are you no, like- no, no. Okay. So like, so the cable's oh. right here, right? And so you grab it and then you're kind of like holding onto the cable and like leaning and doing that, you know? Okay. That's not as weird. Yeah. As so it's not, it does, it's not like, it's not weird, but it's not like, it's not just like a dumbbell lateral right. raise, right? Like it's not like your typical thing. So I've had like big dudes like come up to me and be like, dude, like, like, what are you doing? Like, what is, what that? is that? Like, yeah, yeah. And so like, and then like, I'll like have them work in a set with me and they'll be like, oh, like, I like this one. Like, I'm going to start doing it, you know? And it's funny because it's only been that specific workout, yeah. but it's funny though, because it's like, here I am, like someone's a pretty watching, like, normal sized dude, you know? And having like these big dudes monsters. come up and be like, yo, like what workout is that, dude? Like, you know? So <laughs> that's funny. It's funny. But the only time I don't want somebody actually to talk to me at the gym is when I'm in the sauna. Yeah, we've talked. We've talked about sauna. Talk. I could write a whole book on like sauna etiquette. Give me so break it down for people that have never been in saunas. So there I mean, needs to be a sauna etiquette, people. I feel like if you get into a sauna and you're alone and you're just trying to like do your thing, like just be there and be quiet. <laughs> you know, like don't be like breathing heavy. Don't <laughs> be tell tell about the guy that you sent that us. one guy. Yeah. Oh my god. So this was a recent. Occurrence. I don't know. I don't. I, I don't know if he had like issues or what. Like I. I he I, was probably just having a bad day. Who knows? Maybe I have no idea. But he was like, like going like like rocking back and forth, like sweating. Just he, over in the he'd like hawk a loogie. Like that's like the that's like which the was so that's gross. Like, he would like be talking to himself and then be like laughing. <laughs> <laughs> You know, just like rocking back and forth, you know, and uh, and everybody in the sauna is like looking super at each other, uncomfortable, right? Yeah, Everyone's it's like sweating. And all more. it's funny because he was on like this back far wall, and I was kind of on the opposite side, and so I'm You're seeing like all the dudes. Yeah, I'm seeing the dudes that are like by him, like kind of looking over and then like looking up at everybody else. Nervous. Yeah, they're like, kind of getting that like nervous <laughs> laugh, you know. And I'm over there like cracking up, and I'm I'm trying not to show that I'm cracking up because I don't know who this guy is, you know. And it's like I don't know if he saw me just laughing, like what he would do. <laughs> And so, uh, no, that was by far like the worst time, but like, don't be jumping jacks. Like, don't be doing jumping jacks in the sauna. Like, don't be like, yeah. don't be trying to do like the little dips and stuff on the bench. It's like, <laughs> well, I think it's this... one thing, like if you're, if there's two of you in there and you're yeah. up in the corner doing pushups, that's sure. different. Sure. But sure. if you're, if it's like five people in there and yeah. you're in the Which middle... it always is. Like the gym that I go to is always super crowded. Right. And so half the time when I walk in, it's like, there's not even a spot to sit down for a second. And so it's like that one in in like in specific is like pretty bad. Yeah. But yeah, it's like, you know, 
Just like I think, be, I think, be courteous. You yeah, know? just be conscious. It's like, if someone has their headphones in, that probably means they don't want to talk to you. Yeah. You know. Well, that's what. So I went in the sauna the other day, and I, I walk in, and there's like there's probably like five or six people, and yeah. it's a pretty like decent size, so it wasn't too cramped. But I'm like, I walk in, I've got my headphones on, I sit down, and I'm just like, someone's staring at me. Uh-huh. I'm like, I can feel it. Someone's looking at me, and there's a guy to my my left. And I can just feel him like piercing me. So I kind of like look over at him uh-huh. and he's just like looking at me and I'm like, <laughs> and I pull my headphone, I'm like, how's it going? And he's like, how do you like those headphones? And I'm like, <laughs> oh gosh. And like, I don't want, like, I don't, you know, but we start talking and it was like, he was like, oh yeah, I've had headphones like that before. And I'm like, oh yeah. He's like, yeah. yeah. Cool. He's like, he's like well, I've, I want some that can go underwater. And I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> and we're like talking and then he like, it goes dead air. And I'm like, can I put See, my headphone that's back? That's the problem. Or I feel are like we still talking. Having conversations in the sauna is almost like having a conversation with somebody on an airplane. Yeah, and like you're like it's stuck like, with them. Yeah, it's you're kind of like you're either gonna be like having a, this conversation with this person your entire flight, which happens all the time. Right. And I feel like I feel like my dad's always telling me about how. Yeah. Like, but my dad's a chatty Kathy and loves talking to people. Yeah. But it's like all the flights that I was doing back from Denver and things like that. It's like I would try so hard not to talk to the person next to me just because yeah. like. I just didn't want to talk to him for the full well, hour on flight. The and then it's like, who's the person to say like, okay, well I'm going to go <laughs> back cut. to put, yeah, I'm going to put my headphones back in. And well, and that's the thing is know? like, it's not like we're, we're not against socializing. No, you know, absolutely. Like, not. like I enjoy, like I got on a flight to California and the guy next to me, we start talking and like, it was actually a great conversation. Like totally, we, but, but there's a mutual understanding. Yeah. That it's like a good conversation. <laughs> totally. Like if the guy was like one, you know, one word answers then mm-hmm. i'd be like all right this guy's vibing totally. like doesn't want to totally. talk he's chilling i think that's kind of like where my crustiness comes from is like no I, like my job is to talk to people yeah. every day and like have like this energy and bring this energy to, to like a conversation right and so it's like when i go to like a sauna at night like it's kind of like i just I, i'm kind of cooked you know yeah it's yeah. like i just don't really want to talk to anybody i get that and so it's not that i don't like talking to, cause i love talking to people and i would hate to have somebody like feel intimidated to talk to me or like not want to talk talk to to me yeah exactly i would hate for that because like i'm always down to have a conversation with somebody i think that just like because my job is to like put a lot of energy into conversations that like normally i'm like because normally it's like i'm not like a super chatty person and stuff so like being in like the door-to-door world and like in the sales world is like takes a lot of energy for me to like put that energy yeah to put that energy into like a pitch and and repeat that for you know four or five hours and stuff so when I get to the sauna at nighttime, it's like, I just, I'm you just need to relax. Bit, yeah. I'm just a little Decompress. bit crusty. Yeah. So. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, we've done like an hour, hour and 20 minutes. So, um, we'll wrap it up there. Um, yeah, I think, uh, I hope you guys, this is the first podcast. So hopefully you guys got something out of it. Um, pretty much every podcast going forward. Like I want to talk about current subjects like this. Like I don't want to boil it down to one thing kind of just whoever comes on just talk to about what they're up to and stuff so um yeah hope you guys enjoyed um and i'll see you guys on episode two thanks for coming on ryan thanks